0: Uh, okay,
1: so welcome back to another episode of Lash, Lash Artist Artists Lash Unfucked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just like saying it sometimes, know, you know.
1: I know, she's like Lash artist <laughs> <just> Unfucked. <laughs> My yeah,
2: name is Lynn. Vibe.
1: It is, it's a complete vibe. My, My vibe. name is Lynn, I am the owner of LR Lash Parlor, and we have
2: Anais, and I own Lash Lounge Miami, and we also have a very special guest today
3: give us your name i'm karen <laughs> and i am the owner of the kern company
1: Woo-hoo. so today we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff things that you guys are not really expecting for us to talk about but it's gonna happen
2: right it needs to be said
1: yes because you know our our podcast is about lashes girl talk and a whole, bu- whole bunch of bullshit today's not gonna be bullshit though it's gonna be girl talk <laughs> with some lashes sprinkled in there so Karen do you want to give us a little bit about who you are and what do you do
3: yes all right <laughs> so I'm a lash artist in Rockville Maryland so that's about 25 minutes out of DC so if you ever talk about the DMV area that's where I am where you are I've been lashing for about five years um, and in the last year I went on my own and I opened the current company and my mission is to include sex positivity within lash artistry so not just to other lash artists but to my clients or just women in general um, to learn about our sexuality our bodies our pleasure just everything cool yes cool. which I love
2: so I actually I came across her Instagram because of a reel that you did and I think I told you yesterday I think the reel was or maybe it was a post there was a there was a reel I commented on do you remember me commenting you actually I think responded to my comment
0: um
2: <laughs> but you actually did um
3: it's probably me yeah. talking shit too
2: <laughs> <laughs> was hold on because i'm actually gonna go and like go to your page and see what it was because the real it was a real at first and then the second thing that made me laugh was your post about if i sell 10 toys (laughs) i can go to layer slayer and i said period bitch (laughs) um and
3: I'm going you guys
2: oh I <laughs> like know she sold her 10 toys <laughs> she did so the reel that made me find your page it was you know the reel that like you can hear them calculating and oh. you had calculating how I can afford to take layer slayer do a one-on-one with carol go to LashCon, buy all the lash ritual colors and still buy vibrators and I was like why is this my life <laughs> It was so funny. And I commented on it and I was like, nah, this is like the best thing I've seen. And then I sent it to uh, Lynn and I was like, yeah, we need to hear on the show because I have never seen anybody Incorporate sex positivity and lashes on one page and do it like how you do it so
1: freely. She was like, "Girl, we need
2: her. Look, she's talking yeah. about boys. We need." her I was like, <laughs> "She's fun. I like her already, and I've never even <laughs> talked to her before."
1: I think the reel that I saw after you sent me that, and I like went through the reels. The next one that I saw was the um, show me you, and then show me what you sell or what you do, and it was like oh. lashes, lashes, dildo, lashes, lashes, vibrator. <laughs> I was like, "This girl is fucking fire." <laughs>
3: yeah like I like to sprinkle it in in a way that is not like terrifying yeah because like I'm not just gonna put like dicks all over my page or like just scare the shit out of people it's like discreet but still hey this (laughs) yeah but it's it's in a way where it's like this is how our sexuality really is like it's done in a very tasteful way I feel like yeah
0: And it's
3: it's just like, I'm going to give you the information, but it doesn't need to be vulgar. Sex isn't Mm -hmm. vulgar. Mm -hmm. It's not nasty. It's something that we do and you get to control how you put it out there. Mm -hmm. Like you can be very outwardly sexual or you cannot be. It's up to you. And that's why I like sprinkle it in there Mm -hmm. because although some people are really comfortable with it, some people aren't. And I'm not going to like trigger you because- I want to talk about this
1: yeah for sure so when did you um when did you start well did you start your lash industry or your lash business first and then you brought in the toys or was it like which one did you start off
3: first so I started lashing first I started lashing about five years ago and started my business about a year ago um it was just based off of the conversation I was was having with my clients like we were talking about these things of like The random dude we picked up at the bar or like how we're in this relationship and it just sucks like those conversations were happening like Mm -hmm. talking about mental health and talking about like just health in general and over time I would joke and I'm like oh my god I would love to have a dildo room like it, just like part of my shop. Like, that's my dream shop. Oh my God, that's like so we walk cool. in and, and, and there's like sex toys and, and lashes. And there's, yeah, <laughs> like there's toys or whatever. And like clients are there for lashes. It's a safe space for them. And it was like an ongoing joke. And then one client was like, you should sell dildos. And I was like, I should, shouldn't I? Like, I'm already telling you guys where to go, I'm sending you guys links it just makes sense why yeah. wouldn't you just want to get it from me throw it in your purse and go home and you don't you're have right. to go to the sex to shop yeah
0: um
3: like you don't have to go to the stack shop and see like some random dude that works there that the creepy just, like, guys work. that are like Night oh yeah. yeah you have
1: the super creepy guys that walk in there while you're trying to shop and it's like eh.
3: Yeah, like you don't want to see someone's granddad yeah. buying a prostate massager while you're trying to figure out. Can you out imagine your own like shit? running into someone you
2: know in a sex store? Like that's never happened. Yeah. but I would actually die, I think.
3: And it's so crazy. Like uh, a lot of sex shops are very not women friendly, even yeah. though most sex toys are geared towards women. Yeah. Like most of those shops are like undecorated, have no vibe. Yeah. It, it's just a bunch of stuff everywhere and then it's like usually the most scary shit is in the front of the store yeah you're like
2: you're like can you put this in the corner so I can look at it like in peace
3: it's like well can we have sections can we have decoration can we have a vibe maybe like like
2: rank me one through ten and like maybe when I get to level 10 I'll reach the back of the store
3: yeah exactly (laughs) or like break it up a little bit you know but it's just to me it was that that idea and I was like my clients would love this to just be able to buy something or you go to a lash page, you know, to my website and order things off of there versus going to like Adam and Eve and like hoping and praying that your roommate doesn't realize what you're buying or your man or whoever, okay. you know, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So I started incorporating some of the companies that I really enjoy mm-hmm. into my retail and that just became my retail there's literally lash shampoo and then like vibrators
2: right next to it I freaking love that (laughs) that's great okay so I want to know like what do you feel like changed in your business if anything once you started to incorporate that like did it change for the better was there positivity did you feel like more people like related to you like what change did you notice in your business and even like in yourself when you started to incorporate that on your page
3: So I think business-wise, I think my presence on Instagram has changed. Like people like you guys are finding me, like different people are very like, oh my God, that's such a unique idea, or they're very positive about it in that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Business-wise, most of my clients already knew this energy, so it's Mm -hmm. not new. But getting new clients that are finding me on Instagram now and are accepting of the energy, because I put it right, it's at the top of my website, like, where sex positivity meets wash artistry, like, you know exactly, like, you know exactly what I'm about, um, the fact that I'm gaining new clients, and they're open to it, they're cool, like, I just had a, like, a 50-year-old client buy a toy for her friend's divorce party, she's like, yeah, my friend is getting divorced, (laughs) and I didn't remember where I saw toys she's like I knew I saw it somewhere that I was like oh my god I'm gonna buy it and then she came in for her appointment and she was like it was here it was here (laughs) that I saw it and I was like I'm gonna buy one because she's like I feel comfortable buying it here yeah I was like I was like thanks that that's all I needed that's what I want like, well, yeah, it's also
2: cool too then because not only are people supporting a small business by like doing by getting their lashes done with you but then they're buying your retail so it's like best in mm-hmm. both worlds plus people can find your page just like on instagram like it and be like in another state and still order like sex toys and doesn't matter mm-hmm. where they are you know so that's cool
1: they don't necessarily have to get their lashes on by you but they're going to come to you to
3: get their toys yeah and that's why like for me like it's so big just to share it
0: Mm-hmm. because
3: some people are going to be more comfortable buying it from a lash page than yeah like any other page like they can dm mm-hmm. me like okay hey, what do you think i like this this and that like what do you suggest mm-hmm. versus being like on a website scrolling and be like what the reading reviews I- Have yeah. you ever like, read which the one reviews? should i get
2: it? on sex toys before oh
3: my god they're wild!
2: i find some of the funniest ones (laughs) like the (laughs)
1: ones about the freaking rose has me till this day they are so
3: that shit is so loud Um, though it (laughs) is it is loud. (laughs) it is (laughs) is loud as shit like so i got one because my one of my clients was like what do you think what's your opinion and i was like first off no shade to anyone but you have to be careful with what materials sex toys are made with. Yeah. They have to be body safe.
0: Yeah. Just in
3: general, just for your safety. So I'm like trying to find like a wholesaler or what company actually sells the rose Mm -hmm. because there's so many different ones. And what I'm thinking it is, is that it's a toy kind of like lash glue that one person makes it. And a lot of people slap their labels on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. So I, I bought one from a a store that I trust and I was just like, this bitch is so loud. Oh my God. (laughs) Like if you got roommates or kids, (laughs) sorry, it gotta be on (laughs) your kid free weekend or your hotel adventures. Because I was like, damn, my target (laughs) toy is quieter than that. And I'm like, holy
1: shit like, but everyone loves so it so loud
3: everyone and now loves they have it. like and a I, new one
1: it has like a, a it's a, the rose and then there's, oh there's an the one that it,
3: it inserts
1: yeah. yeah and the damn thing like moves and it's freaking i don't know about all oh that. i've <laughs> seen those
2: before so
3: like it's a thrusting like, vibrator yeah, yeah
2: i feel like they're more like common now because the rose made their version of it but they mm. were like definitely a thing before and like i think people are just now discovering them but they were yeah it's
3: so it's basically like just a sucking it's like a air pulsating exactly Um, so it creates a vacuum so when you put it on your skin Mm -hmm. it creates that vacuum and therefore it's basically
2: like cupping therapy on steroids
3: (laughs) basically but for your clay,
2: that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> no whatever. And no heat
3: and no heat.
2: No, no heat. heat. No extreme <laughs> bruising.
1: None <laughs> of the bad
2: things.
3: Just <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> that's oh, <yeah>. it. <laughs> but the reviews on it, I die.
0: Yeah, this yeah. one lady
3: messaged me and she was like, <laughs> She's like, girl, that thing is like a man sucking <laughs> the meat off of a chicken wing. <laughs> <I> was- <laughs> When I tell you that I died, <laughs> I died. I was it, reading my DMs.
2: I was like, In one what swipe saying? too, by the way. And not even like-, like, he didn't have to go back for second bites. It was like, it fell off yeah. the bone, okay? And then the reviews like- are like, the the first,
1: what is it? The first option is cool. The second one is like, oh shit. But the third one is like, bitch, get ready to fall in the damn shower
3: if you're in the shower. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Yo, yeah. anything in the shower is dangerous though. Okay, no, I mean, but like, really though. So, do Honestly, shower, shower sex is
2: not it. It is, it is very mediocre and very boring in my it was so
3: funny one Um, of the first things that I posted on my page about sex was um it was like a carousel about how sex can fuck up your lashes and Mm -hmm. I did like a shower one Mm -hmm. and I'm like ladies you know you feel like you're drowning in there yeah Like, (laughs) like whatever skincare like you know usually sour like shower sex is like spur the moment or whatever yeah. like you got skincare coming down your face makeup eyes burning, right. Right. lashes way it. down by the water you can't open your eyes and don't let you have no shampoo in your hair <laughs> you're blurry yeah now you're gonna be like this you're like this <laughs> trying to like rub your eyes because they're dry as hell and like you're like ripping your lashes out I'm like why do y'all do this now you can't Guys. be careful
1: I feel the same um, way with like in a hot tub sex, like hot tub sex is like, yeah,
3: you know what I mean. Like, you like if, the water, like, if you are not lubed I've, up, I've
1: it's not done gonna it before, work. and it's not, yeah, like, like I just, whatever. you know
2: what I think is wild? Like, I've never done this, but I've seen it happen. Like, especially living in Miami, when you're at the beach and people are like in the water, like doing it, I'm like, how the hell, yeah, no, there any kind of like, how are y'all not like having just straight friction right now? Because, oh, you,
3: they are, like, they it's, are, you're they in just the water, think that like, it's saucy, it's not, it. it's weird, but you know, <laughs> she's like. Damn, my shit is raw <laughs> right now. And like this people arts. don't understand, like people don't understand, like you get micro tears in your Literally, vagina yeah. from friction. So therefore, that could introduce the bacteria from the ocean in there so that you can like yeah, get infections. Fun. And in this baby. is salt
1: water, like ocean water going in your cootie. Why do you even want to do my,
2: that? what if my like when I do have kids? What if my five year old's like exploring with his goggles and then sees you like oh. ew oh my
3: god <laughs> that's Miami can water? water? <laughs> that is <laughs> not- have DMT been water, trust me. Like
2: that? Oh no. So, um, another question I wanted to ask you because it's on the top of my head right now. Um, so tell everybody, like, what did you do before lash extensions, and what made you want to get into lashes? Like, how did that whole thing come out for you?
3: Before lashing, I was working at like moving companies. Which everyone thinks lashing is so like high stress and like just fucking crazy. Working a moving company, people (laughs) yell at you. I was gonna say everybody's angry. (laughs) Yes, they're like, "Where's my stuff?" I'm like, "Ma'am, you moved to California. It's not gonna be here today. (laughs) It's it's gonna take time. Relax." (laughs) Like, yeah. So I, I worked for two different moving companies, and then I worked for Target. Where I did guest experience when they had their data breach. So you know that oh shit was going Oh gosh. my god!
1: You- <laughs> that sucks.
3: <laughs> How did you that go? You come in with like letters from the IRS, like because of you guys, I owe this. I'm like, no, sir. You owe that. That has <laughs> you owe that do before. With- I was like, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But please call the right. number.
0: <laughs> They literally gave us a
3: number and was like, like, have people call this number. And I'm like, do you see the number on the sign? Please call that. Oh my God. (laughs) And then after that, I just quit my life. One day I just woke up and I was like, I'm fed up working in like in anything that I don't love. I also had a two year old at the time and I was just like, like. I just need to follow my passion and then I'll want to work. I'll want to do it. I always wanted to be a makeup artist. Um, I was a kid that loved theater. Like once I realized theater, I was like, Oh, if I could sing, it, would over for you bitches. <laughs> 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 if I can say, did you ever like take theater classes? So I actually in college ended up Uh, going to community college last minute my dad was like actually you're too reckless we're not sending you away you're going up the street to the community college (laughs) and we're calling it a day Um, it was the day before classes started so I signed up for whatever class was available I signed up for intro to musical theater and I thought it was a class I thought it was a lecture it was not it's the class that the students that are in musical theater take so I ended up in costume design because I. Have no talent. So, (laughs) no, I'm just here. No, like the guy was like, Can you sing? I was like, No. No. He's like, Do you know about lighting? I was like, No. Do you know about audio? (laughs) No. He's like, Costume. You seem like you fit in costumes. So, he put me in costumes and I actually learned how to sew. I learned how to create like dresses from like the. It was actually really, really cool. And I got to be a part of um, the musical theater, like getting to know the actors and mm-hmm. all that, helping them get dressed during the show. So being in the backstage while they're warming up. And I was like, I wanna do this. <laughs> and I loved makeup. So I was like, oh, I wanna be a makeup artist. I kind of lost it. I got caught up in the sauce of being in college and stuff like that. But then when I decided to quit my life, I was like, I'm gonna be a makeup artist. I'm going to go get my esthetician's license. I'm going to learn about skin. I'm going to be amazing at it. And it was funny. I actually ended up being a really bomb waxer and never waxed professionally because I went to work for a spa and she's like, I need a lash artist. You need to make money. You have a kid. So go to this training. And she sent me to like this training. The trainer is now much better than she was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a little bootleg back
0: then <laughs> when I
3: went all the way to Boston overnight on the Amtrak because I was scared of flying and was there for six hours didn't really learn much just because it just wasn't it, it wasn't going to. you work had a well. one-day training that was your first one was a one day yeah six it was yeah. like six hours and then wow. I left there and went back overnight to the Amtrak got to work in the morning and showered there and then wait I
2: have a question so if your last training was six hours did you have a model I did so that means you had what like two hours of theory and four hours to work on your model no other way around it was like four hours and we
3: ate oh okay
2: so you had um, like four hours of theory a lunch break and then like an hour and a half to work on your model so you did like a quarter of an eye
3: (laughs) (laughs) i still have lash the pictures. crash course <laughs> oh my god i still have the pictures and i'm like wow that's crazy i wasn't gonna make it anywhere um
0: yeah it wasn't
3: until i took fee um i feel like if more lash trainings modeled themselves after fee right the lash game would be so different so yeah. different um for them you have to submit like they have levels So you have to submit work every level. And it starts from very fundamental of pictures of you picking up lashes and putting it on a sponge. Mm -hmm. And then you send a picture of the sponge and then they correct your directionality. And until you got it, you don't go to the next one. And then from there, you create uh, a map. You have to use the different sizes. They correct the map. And until you pass it, then you move on. And then from there, it's, you know, uh stacking the lashes onto the individual lashes and so on until you get to models um it took me six months to pass my like whole thing and Mm -hmm. it was when I look at that last set it's like perfection yeah so I I was gonna say
2: like it took you six months to pass but by the time you were done you were literally ready to go like it wasn't like okay not that you didn't have to practice because obviously we all still practice but it was like you weren't left feeling like you didn't know what the hell you were doing
3: no not at all and like so the way that their trainings work is you see them for one day so like you you know I feel like half of going to a training is half saying went and taking pictures and being like, I was there. Um, Mm -hmm, And you don't really, I don't, I don't feel like you really learn anything in a, in a day. So I flew to LA, I was there for a day um, with them, but then they're like, download this app. And I was like, what is she talking about? (laughs) Download this app and you know, you're going to submit levels and you're going to have constant communication with me. Like, Mm -hmm. in this way so it felt like you I had a built-in mentor in the class someone that still to this day I follow on Instagram and still will comment on my on my work Um, and then I did volume with them too so I'm certified in Russian volume with them so Mm -hmm. if that's how their classic works you know their volume is the same way yeah which is amazing I love that concept to be honest (laughs) yeah and I feel like if more lash companies took that route with beginners we wouldn't be seeing the shit that we see.
2: Yeah, um, I agree. I feel like the industry would not be saturated with people who feel like it's cool to like be self-taught or learn on YouTube or they can just take one class or they're just like well yeah it's fine like I'm okay with
3: being average like no <laughs> you know yeah. It's like you can be self-taught. I, I feel like you can be self-taught. But it comes to a point where you're not gonna have the full picture or the full idea because if you pick up a bad habit while you're teaching yourself, you're gonna forever have that bad habit. Exactly. Like unless you like go to a training and that's correct. Yeah, you won't know better, and it's not you won't know it's, better. Yeah,
2: it's literally until you know better, you're blinded, and that's why I'm so big on education and telling people like, yes, take more than one training because. I always say this and I've told Lynn as well, no matter how many trainings I take, yes. Do I hear things that I've heard before? Absolutely. But I also go home learning something I didn't know. So, Absolutely. you know, it's just like, it's important, but I love that concept, like the way that they structure their training and how they have like the whole, um, well, not six months program. Cause it depends on when you finish, but just yeah. the fact that they go back in and like, they will not pass you till you get like, you know, perfect that, that one thing. Cause it is I feel like lashing is very cumulative in a sense like if you do one thing wrong it's not it's gonna make other things look not so great you know
3: yeah and it, if I look at a lot of artists and I'm like fundamentally yeah. you don't have x y and z and this is why your sets look the way that they look yeah like, um And it's, like, very, like, fundamental things. Like, for me, directionality is so, like, ingrained Mm -hmm. in my head Mm because of their training that I'm, like, some of you guys don't even understand that it's not just 90 degrees. It's, like, all over the eye. Like, you need to place it a certain way. If not, it's going to look wild. But you know what,
2: though? That's the difference between a lash artist and a lash tech
3: yeah <laughs> and it's wild here because in Maryland nothing is regulated lashing is a free-for-all and you can do whatever you want yeah um and so it's a thing where here the training is wild do you have like, to have a license in Maryland to do lashes no wow. nothing um it's not regulated
2: at all I feel like Miami isn't very regulated too. Like in Miami, you do need a license to work in a salon. Um, and we do have some rules here and there. Yes. But I feel like there's other States that are way more advanced with their regulations. Like Texas, they have a whole actual license for lash artists. Like mm-hmm. in Miami, like it, in Florida, I should say, we have like aesthetician license and cosmetologist and we have full specialist, but that's you would get one of those three license if you want to be a lash artist in the state of texas for example they have a actual eyelash artist license specifically Mm -hmm. for lashes and they actually teach individual eyelash extension application in beauty school in florida they don't cover anything regarding here
3: in in dc they don't either um they try to sprinkle it in and they try to um but one, it's not great, but they give a certificate so the girls feel like they're certified yeah. because of that.
2: Um, they teach clusters and how to put on strips, but not mm-hmm. not what we do, <laughs> not individual yeah. lashes. Yeah, at um, my
1: school, they gave us like literally a four-page packet of, that was our manual.
0: <laughs> and it yeah. was like,
1: here's the lashes. Here, it, the thing was, if we didn't have enough mannequin heads, we would literally have the Ardell Demi wispies glue it onto a piece of paper and we would have, have to do put lash. lashes on there that is why i didn't want to lash in the beginning i'm like this oh is how absolutely God. not i'm not doing it but you know it, like you said it was practically like sprinkled in that's exactly what it was in my school
3: and it, it's like here they're very big about big lashes like all the things that make people. I've cry, noticed that it's mm-hmm. a very dmv thing very did it like
2: start in DMV do you feel like or did you see probably first probably it probably started somewhere like I feel like here at least in like South Florida I see it a lot in like Broward like a lot of Broward artists do Mm -hmm. like the 25 millimeter look um and I feel like more like Miami and like like South like Miami-Dade County does Mm -hmm. more like Russian volume or granted they have that in Broward too but I just I don't know I just noticed a lot of artists in that area offer that service
3: I do I do 20s I know it's controversial I know people hate it Twenties the longest that you work with I don't feel like
2: 20 is the end of the world. Like I'm not like, oh, you're a bad artist if you do 20s. But what I don't like is when someone does 20 millimeters on someone who clearly can't handle that length, you know, Mm -hmm. that's when I feel like the problem, like if your client can handle it, like I have a client, her natural lashes, I swear are like 18 millimeters and they're Mm -hmm. thick as hell and I only use 18s on that client because her natural lashes can handle it so it's like if your natural lashes can handle it I don't see the problem but the problem is is that a lot of people use those lengths on people who don't have lashes for it you know Mm
0: -hmm.
3: that's I think that for me what I've noticed with long lashes and the real problem that people lose their shit about it Mm
0: -hmm. is the mapping yeah. A lot
3: of these artists don't know how to map. So they have yeah. super long ass lashes from inner corner to outer, to corner, outer corner and yeah. then it looks wild. That's how
1: I feel like long lashes don't get me wrong, like even 25 if they're done correctly, then they look fire, but it's just the mapping is incorrect. So when now that they have like the the whole like really super wispy sets that are like crisscrossing each other and stuff like that, the inner corners are probably starting at 17 that's where it kind of becomes an issue in a sense because those inner corners are like the weakest lashes that we have. When it comes to me, my inner corners are the first ones that come out. The inner yeah. corners and outer corners. And for me, like 18 is the longest that I use on my clients. But if they do have super long, like natural lashes are at least a 16, 17 naturally, I'll add a 19 or a 20 in there, but it's very, very rare that I use 19 or 20. But that's just in my city. But now it's starting to become like the longer super messy sets that started to become a trend here. So you know the girls are booking them, but I personally don't offer them because my hands can literally not let me make a messy set. (laughs) As much as I dry, I am always like, oh no, OC is out of place. I gotta brush it.
3: It won't let me do it. I can't those the ones that look like they're stacked and all Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't. But what's so funny is that my I have a a girl that she loves her 20s Mm -hmm. and I just shape them, and they look very clean. Yeah. Every time I post her, it's like the most liked set ever.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm like, these are twenties. Yeah. <laughs> to people, they're like, oh my god, these are. By beautiful. the I was way, like, I was like, these are twenties. No, people it, won't
2: it, know it until you write it in the comments. Yeah. That's great. I By promise you. Way. If you go
3: on my page, it's um this blonde girl that I she just has like really dark lashes. Mm-hmm. those are 20s and people don't realize that if you know how to map
0: and you yeah, know how to layer fine. yeah it's gonna okay. look bomb.
2: so I don't know if y'all want to take this class with me but I'm always trying to find somebody to take a class with me as Lynn every day I'm like want to take this class <laughs> Let's um, go take good. I really want to take Maven's face studies class yeah we talked about that one and um Lashbox just came out with a master styling course Mm -hmm. and I was like okay this is interesting but I want to do like a course that's like geared towards styling just because I've never taken one that specifies and like goes in detail on just that topic you know I took one
3: yeah it's so funny um not to I want to take mavens too Mm -hmm. but I'm a broke bitch on a budget so I took lash boxes um what is it called I forgot what it's called, it, but it's a silent class. Yeah. Like face and all mm-hmm. that stuff.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: It was like $300 because it was like Black Friday or something. This is like before. Oh like my Canada. God. And I was like. I missed out. I was like, this is the closest I'm ever going to get to Maven. So yeah. I took it. <laughs> and to be honest, it was a very useful class. Yeah. Like I still refer back to the book and I'm like. Okay. Like this girl this. looks like this. information here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like I agree, but I also feel like she's very unique in her own thing. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that lash uh sugar lashes is better or anything. I haven't taken mavens. Mm-hmm. I want to take it. Yeah. But there are workarounds mm-hmm. to some of the stuff.
1: Yeah, I took a class with um, they think Instagram is lashes by Shan. She's in Toronto. She did a, mm-hmm. a strip lash styling course in New York. So I drove down to New York and I took, no, I flew down to New York and I took her class and that's how I know how to do the strip lash set, but I do want to take Maven's because we, we did talk about that. And I, I wanted to ask if, I mean, and I said is the lashbox LA one online or is that one in person? I don't so know Tress,
2: Tress literally just posted um, it like yesterday. Like it's a new class that they're just. Yeah, moving. I've seen it and I saw it. And um, I think they're going to talk about colors in that too. Yeah, so I believe it is going to be in person. They said that they've been working on it for like two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And what this course is going over, like in regards to styling, they're doing layers, um, direction, placement, perfect fans and bases, weight and dimensions, characteristics of the eyes, um, eye shapes, types and angles, eye and lash mapping, face shape analysis, which that I really want to learn. strip lash look, wet lash look, the perfect line wispy and texture lashes and then the color lashes and the color theory so
3: what's so funny is i learned most of that in fee
2: CD? what
0: happened?
3: (laughs) We have a super in-depth training yeah um so like a lot of the things that people are putting out i'm like did that already i learned (laughs) better because um i did Did online i did volume and advanced russian volume with them together at the same time Mm -hmm. um so, it's kind of like they go through all that. And then, like, colors isn't as wild if you know layering. So, yeah. if you know how to layer, like, throwing color in there is going to be like a no brainer. It's easy. Yeah. You just have to use color theory mm-hmm. to understand how to make things work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely my clients, clients. I mean, not, one of them. not that I need them to ask me for color, but when I do, I swear every single time one of my clients would be like "Okay, oh, add some color be like sure what color they'll be like purple I'm like why do you all want purple can i do blue can i do some green or something every single one that I've been i have like purple like though, purple <laughs>
3: with like um brown eyes mm-hmm. it really it really yeah. pops on them
1: yeah
2: and I it makes like it my very clients don't want color like i had one girl recently just asked me for color classic lashes and red but like other than that, I've only had like one or two other girls ask for color and then they were like, I think I want to stick to black lashes, and I was like, Okay, like yeah. I think my clientele just likes dark
3: black lashes. I mean, yeah. I don't have a lot of color clients. Um I just post them because they're so much fucking yeah, fun. they're beautiful. Yeah. But, um I wish I had more client like color clients because in yeah. this area there is a lot of color for hair, mm-hmm. like yeah um one of like the biggest hair color um stylist um is from this area so mm-hmm. he like has a salon here and it's like huge and like stylists that have worked with him have branched off so around here you can definitely find like a color stylist very very easily that's cool so I'm like I should be booked the fuck up with colors <laughs> you <laughs>
1: but, guys are getting your hair dyed what the hell
3: right but it's okay I'll work on it um, but I'm, I'm like with, when it comes to trainings, like I'm trying to find another training that gets me like fucking excited. Mm-hmm. Like when I, like two, three years ago, I was like, I want to take this and this and this and this. And now I'm kind of like,
1: they're going to say the same thing like the other class. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, yeah. Like I'm excited for layer slayer just mm-hmm. because it, it is a shaping and styling class. Like it's more geared towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do do a lot more like very heavy volumes or megas. So that I'm like,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but i was also little Which one are you somewhere. going to? Like what location? DC, finally. Oh, that's right. Finally. going to DC, yeah. People are finally coming to DC. Can mm-hmm. I tell you, I was in her DMs right <laughs> before the pandemic because um, I was working for a studio that finally opened like a storefront. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you have all this space. It's huge. Let's host artists. They never want to come here. Mm -hmm. And her response was, there's no money in DC. Like Mm -hmm. people don't pay for trainings. And I'm like, bitch, you're right. I'm not even (laughs) mad at you. Like, um, (laughs) yeah. It's like, there's a lot of cheap training going on here. Mm-hmm. So no one, unless you're really into the Lash game, you're not going to understand that.
2: Right, you're not going to understand the concept of, of like paying and investing in your in yeah. yourself and mm-hmm. your business. But that makes sense. But that's crazy though, because before, you know, the pandemic started, that wasn't the case. But now look, clearly now there's- Yeah, we hosted Lashbox.
3: Literally so the month great. before, yeah, literally the month before- um, the pandemic, we hosted Lashbox, um, mm-hmm. and both days actually sold out. Um, it was a it was two different days, and it was so exciting for us because like we got them right um, mm-hmm. to come out there, which was something that they never did. Nobody ever came out to DC, um, so I'm excited because Maven's also coming um yeah. to dc so hopefully it'll start the it'll trigger it where there are more artists and mm-hmm. the artists here don't have to go across the world mm-hmm. <laughs> to like take a That's good training us, yeah
1: um,
3: yeah I think it'll change the dynamic here um so they'll be like why am I going to pay this girl $1,500 when I could pay like this pillar of the community right $1,500 to take yeah. a, a good course So.
0: Yeah.
2: No. It. Well, speaking That's of it. pillars in the community, <laughs> you know nice where I'm that. going with this. one. <laughs> we're that gonna talking.
1: <laughs> um, this
2: is a part of <laughs> lash. I just unfuck that we're talking. I wish about. they could see my face. <laughs> the, <right> bullshit. <laughs> the bullshit. So okay, so I had a question box on my Instagram story the other day. And Karen responded, and the question that I asked was, what's something that you would like to see in the lash industry that you feel like you don't see often? And her response was diversity, and I could not agree more. Mm So tell me how you feel about that. Like, what do you feel like needs to change in regards to seeing more people of different, you know, races, ethnicities, cultures, backgrounds, whatever the case is?
3: Like not only am I fat, I'm Hispanic. So it's like, those are two sides of diversity that you don't see. Yeah. Like, in beauty, you like, I think there's like the stereotype of, I'm going to go to someone that I think looks great. And
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, how can I trust them with my looks if they don't look great? And yeah. it's like, Girl, I can be a fat bum like sitting there and you're going to walk out slayed. So it, it fire has <laughs>
0: of,
3: yeah, it has nothing to do with the other. But when it comes to the lash industry as a whole, there really is no diversity at the top.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: yeah. yes, the lash industry is new, but one day the lash industry is going to look like the hair industry.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: mm-hmm. if we don't build that diversity into it now, it's not going to be there later. You know, we're going to be sitting there fighting to get these seats, you know, persons of color 20 years from now, or, you know, they're going to start just hiring people that look like them. And then yeah. they're, those. that's going to be the boardroom. You know? Right. So if you think about it, like companies like Barbelletta, Lashbox, uh, EBL, you know, they're on the track to be Paul Mitchell. Mm -hmm. to be, you know, Mm -hmm. these bigger brands. Absolutely. So it's like, if you don't diversify now and set the the tone for the industry, yeah, it's going to continue that way. It's going to be too late.
2: Yeah. I agree completely. And I also, I also love what you mentioned about just like what people look like in regards to their shape and their size. Like you were saying how, um, if someone like you said, what, what, what was the first, like what you just said verbatim, you were like, not only am I fat, but I'm, I'm Hispanic. Yeah. And it's like, if you look at everybody who is big in the industry, everybody who is like being brought on stage to speak on panels and being um, interviewed in podcasts, it's like, they all look the same. They're all super pretty, all super thin. And it's like, we kind of talked on this yesterday, like personally, but like, I've never been the kind of person to like pick and choose who I'm going to talk to based on what they look like. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And I think part of that is because one, I was brought up to treat people like equally. And like, I also was bullied in school as a little kid. Like I'm, you know, um, I'm of mixed races. I have curly hair. I like don't fit in with any specific group of people necessarily Mm -hmm. so it was like I never liked feeling like that so like I don't know I've just always been a very inclusive person with anybody no matter what it is that they look like or where they're from or whatever is you know the case I don't care like those things don't run across my mind Mm -hmm. but when you touched on it I thought about it in a different way like I don't know why I never was like damn like why don't I see this more like yeah it has crossed my mind before but not in the le- not to the depths of like the way it did when we talked about it with like mm-hmm. amongst one another you know what i mean so yeah. i definitely agree like if we don't start having that representation now it's like it's going to either never happen or it'll be so difficult where people are like fighting to make it there and it shouldn't have to be that way you know right
3: yeah and it and it doesn't need to just be in like a corporate work setting yeah. It needs to be in like who you choose as your brand ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I applied to be a, a brand ambassador years ago with, um, this company and I swore, I was like, I am addicted to them. I buy all their shit. Like, I love them. I'm like pressed about it. And I didn't get picked. And then mm-hmm. someone else in my area close by got picked and then I looked at them and I'm like I will never be picked because I don't fit their aesthetic I don't fit their vibe no matter how much I talk about them no matter how much I want to shout their name off the fucking roof they will never pick me I don't fit their aesthetic which is fine when someone doesn't fit what you're going for right but that still means that you need to pick representation within those people that do fit that. Yes. And in this specific company, there isn't that. And it's happening for so many other companies as well. When mm-hmm. you sit there and you look at like advertisements for these lash brands, what do you see? hmm see the same thing over and over Always. and then without knowing it you do that with your clients too
0: mm-hmm.
3: it's rare that you see mm. it's rare that you see that artists pick you know clients of color pick clients of bigger sizes to put on their page it's yeah it's not it doesn't happen mm-hmm. um, it's unrealistic No, you're right. And
2: I even noticed too, like, I don't know why, but my clientele has always been predominantly white or Hispanic people
0: Mm
2: -hmm. most of the time. And I've always looked at my page and been like, I hope people don't think that I only post these people. We all have. Yeah. Because it's like, we all have. (laughs) I will lash anybody and everybody. I don't care if your lashes are curly. I don't care what color skin you have. I don't care. Like if you want lashes, you could lay down and you can get these lashes girl. And I'm going to post them, but I've always looked at my page and like noticed. And it's like, it always bothered me that I didn't have many like women of color to put on my page. And it wasn't because I didn't want to, it was because they weren't, they just didn't book with me, you know? Mm But yeah. so that's something but, that has like always bothered me and been in the back of my head. Yeah. Like I'm I hope like, oh, people don't think that I choose. Yeah, and
3: people courses. think that. I've got it. Mm-hmm. But I think how you get around that is when you do model calls. Yes. Or you, exactly. you include those people that you want to include that maybe aren't your clients. Yeah. Um, from there, you, like, there's ways to get around that yeah. type of representation. That's exactly
2: what I do. Like, Honestly, when I take models, Like, I will look for the kind of client that I don't actually already have so that Mm -hmm. when I do post the model work, it's somebody that you don't expect to see on my page necessarily just because you haven't seen it before, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. No matter what they look
2: like.
3: I saw someone post this post. I don't even know who it was. So if it was you, my bad. I'm not (laughs) calling you out in a bad way, but... If you're listening, I'm sorry. (laughs) I saw someone post, a photo of an african-american client and she's like this is what lashes look like on someone that's african-american and it was a light-skinned person and i'm like if that if i understand your goal right but you missed the mark
0: mm-hmm. because yeah.
3: we like not to get into like all of
0: all that that's just on
3: another level yeah but it's like the point that you're trying to make is that lashes can be for any skin tone mm-hmm. therefore you need to pick a skin tone that is not marketed commonly so right. th- like I get your point but the execution was not there
0: mm-hmm.
3: um and so for me when I saw that I was like Ooh, like let's let's mm-hmm. try a little harder yeah because yeah. there are not just darker skin tones of African American, but there are darker skin tones of Hispanic women as well. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, Middle Eastern women,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, that we also Asian people as to, well, too. Asian people mm-hmm. as well. So it's like the more you can stir the pot, stir it. Yeah, like for me, for my content, you, I only wanted Hispanic women,
0: mm-hmm.
3: like. I picked three gorgeous models um, and it killed it. And that's yeah. that's just what I wanted because I don't see Hispanic women portrayed. Enough. I agree, all. you don't, it's not it's common. Just, yeah, like I, it, it's rare to see someone that is of Hispanic descent even anywhere near, you know, where most people are. Mm-hmm. And then if you actually break it down, I'm pretty sure we're a significant number in the lash industry.
0: Yeah,
3: yes (laughs) I know how to do clusters yeah (laughs) totally yeah so my boss when I worked at the spa she did clusters for her dancer clients and Mm -hmm. so uh, she was like I don't want to do this shit anymore like you do lashes so I'm going to teach you how to do it and so I would do clusters I would Mm -hmm. throw them in there I would tell them like, you know, this isn't great for you. Like I do individuals and they're like, no, no, no. I like, it. so I was just like,
2: hey, at least you were open and upfront about
3: it. And that's mm-hmm. what they chose. And that's on them at that point. But I used to get clusters. Myself yeah, I used to do my own clusters. And I fucking love them until now that like hindsight is 2020. I look back at some photos of me in Miami and I'm like, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I was like, "Ma'am,
0: <laughs> yeah. that's so
1: funny." And now, like in the industry, people like people that don't know too much about lash extensions, they think that "individuals" means that. Literally. they don't know the difference between clusters and individuals. So you think Every individuals? Time. They're
2: like, "Oh yeah, I get those done for thirty dollars." I'm like, "No, those are clusters." Listen, I hate it when somebody's like, when I tell them I'm a lash artist. Oh my god, do you do clusters or individuals? Like, don't ever disrespect me like that ever again. <laughs> Oh my God. Do I look like somebody who doesn't do A1 luxury services? That would not equal. I do not charge $30. Granted. Back in when you first were doing them and started, like clusters were popping. They were mm-hmm. so it's like yes, I get it. Doing it then here, like, but like you know now, huge. when somebody asks me if I do clusters, I'm just like you're disrespectful as fuck. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't ask. But then you
1: you do have some artists that would offer clusters. Yeah, no, there's still
2: yes, there's still artists who do offer clusters. Like even makeup artists mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. offer clusters instead of a strip lash, which I feel like clusters if you're wearing them temporarily for a makeup look for like a day like okay you can do that it's okay but
3: it's when people want to stick yeah.
2: clusters on with permanent glue and wear them mm-hmm. for weeks that's when it's
3: a problem yeah you yeah, know like but even as a makeup artist anything that doesn't move is annoying yeah I used to be a makeup artist and it's like you can't like, brush
1: through them you, you can't
3: brush through them. No. Usually, the thing about clusters that irritates the fuck out of me, and I look back at that picture of me in Miami, thinking I look like the sauce,
0: mm-hmm. is that
3: they look like a straight line. Yeah. There's no curve to. So. Yep. It's like this. Yeah. And I'm like, you're looking at people <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, they're, they're like straight. straight. They're just yeah. throwing them. Yeah, out. and maybe you, have you no know. Curl. Like,
3: and if you your eyes are uneven, you look real cockeyed. Mm-hmm. Like you're like
1: <laughs> Imagine oh. if you have a lazy eye and you have clusters on.
3: Oh my god,
2: no, that's horrible. That sucks.
1: That's unfortunate.
2: Wait, so you said the dancer clients used to like love the clusters. Okay, I just want to make an announcement. Um, if you're living in Miami and you're a dancer and you hear this, like, I really want more <laughs> dancer clients. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I have never like lashed a dancer and I want to so bad because I just feel like they're like, bro, just tag the clubs. I do, girl. I be following and them. go to the club. I will go to like all the strip club pages on Instagram and follow all the dancers because you know they'd be like shady as hell and they don't even like tagging them. But sometimes I find them in the comments. I'll be like, oh girl, I see you no, and I'll you follow need them. To go. You need and to like
3: I'ma go, I'm go
2: and I'm gonna bring business cards and I'm gonna slide a, a dollar in your app throw business add cards add at business them and, and money at the
3: same team. time. No, or take the business, business cards or the money at them, throw it at them <laughs> <I won't laughs> pay for a dance. No, pay for a dance. Here you go here's my car and oh, then brother. you talk to them during the dance if I go to the
2: if I go to the strip club I'm not being a cheap bitch okay
3: so she's gonna get me love yeah. I love strip clubs people Have think you come am so Miami weird. so we
2: can go to the strip club
3: I love a good strip club moment I don't know what it is about the strip club but i be in there I had to be in, like, my early 20s. I know what like it is. Like, going with my straight, like, <laughs> like guy friends. She knows
2: what I'm going to say. That's why she's laughing. You know what it is? It's the chicken wings, girl. <laughs> it's the wings. It's the wings <laughs> oh, <head>. my God.
3: <laughs> so there was a, a bootleg a strip club near my cousin's house. And we would be, like, hungry in the middle of the night. And we're like, yo, there's nothing open. Mm-hmm, I was the like,
1: the strip club, club is like the club is <laughs> open, got
3: wings. It's right there. Royal they got Palace booty is and open. and wings, y'all. <laughs> It's always the wing. They always have the best wing. Nothing else. It could be fucking ratchet as shit. Yeah, and
2: I don't care. Like I'm, the kind of person
3: who, like,
2: we can go to a hole in the wall if the food is good. I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't care. I really, as, as can- long as I eat, and if they got hookah,
1: even better. Then I'm going.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you she just loves must- <laughs> because if the hookahs you there, i there DC. too. <laughs> oh my god, DC. Their wait, Karen, my best brunch. friend is
1: moving to dc in may so i will be in dc almost every week and every brunch yes yeah, she's Huka there brunch. right now and she's freaking having the time of her life and i'm like wait till i get out there
3: brunch is different in dc yeah and people don't understand it and really? i kind of want to uh tell <laughs> Allen, like mm-hmm. Hey, so when do you land, can I invite you to brunch? Let show <laughs> Let's you go get brunch. brunch.
2: Um, Allie is one of the most fun people ever. I'm sure she would do
3: She would love DC, brunch. like bachata brunch. I think she would love it. Like, uh oh. So I was like, we have a trip coming. And I. Right. I'm oh, like, where we need to go. <laughs> so I was, I was at a wedding, like from one of my clients this other day. And this dude's like, I'm going to Dembo brunch tomorrow. And I was like,
1: Oh, that's lit. I what? Like,
3: what? I want to go
1: yes. Know. Oh my god.
3: DC is so like brunch in DC. Like, you know all those videos that people just wasted at brunch?
1: Yeah. That is I'm, DC brunch. I want to fall in the bushes.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh that's DC Brunch. Girl.
1: <laughs> I want to <laughs> fall
2: in the
3: bushes. Yeah. If you fall in that those bushes, just
2: know I'm taking pictures. <laughs> please do.
3: <laughs> I'll help it's you out. I'm gonna take
0: a picture first.
3: <laughs> oh, I'll be at brunch, like lit, like handing out my business cards. Mm-hmm. Just talking to girls in the bathroom. Hi bring my yeah. business cards everywhere i'd be like oh my god you're so pretty can have you seen that, that
1: you can put like a chip on your nail now and it's like a business card
2: yeah
3: oh Legit, i did a chip the... and they,
1: like take a picture it's like a qr code yeah and you inside your it. nail mm-hmm. that's
3: crazy it's literally like yeah. you can
1: see my nail design but it's under the nail design so you don't see the actual chip yeah you don't see just oh, oh, put the phone no. to the to the to the nails and it'll pop up your website yeah i saw because yeah, i
3: have what is it popple
1: Mm-hmm, which is yeah. like a
3: little keychain yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I walk around with that sometimes. I'd be like,
1: "Give go. me your phone." <laughs> They'd be
3: like, "Oh, like how can I find you?" I'd be like, "Oop, <laughs> <laughs> just click on my IG, just follow me."
1: That's me right there.
2: That's the, the best. The I best. always run into like when I do go to the club, which is not very often, but when I do go. I always end up getting girls Instagram and they're like oh I'm a nail tech I'm like oh I'm a lash artist and it's like oh you're beautiful I love your curls I'm like oh my god thanks you too want to follow me on my lash page <laughs> I can do your lashes if you want like I always <laughs> I do that always but
0: always. I
3: give sex advice and relationship advice like <laughs> too at the club like I was just um at that like um after party for the wedding and this girl was like crying in the bathroom I'm like why are you crying She's like, my man, like this, this, and that. And I'm like, you have to love yourself. I'm like, you just need to love yourself. Like it comes from, you know, this like deeper place of just yourself. And like, I'm just talking to this girl in the bathroom and then um, she comes out and she's like, you're so easy to talk to. I was like, <laughs> well, this is what I do. I was like, you can follow me on Instagram if you ever want to talk. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, follow me. She's like, oh, and you're a lash artist. I was like, yeah, I did the bride's lashes. She's like, they look great. She's like, i follow you. And I'm just like, it's networking and like helping people. Yeah, I love that. It. definitely. Can't be
1: afraid to network talk to people Never. what's the worst that's gonna happen I'm gonna stare at you like why the fuck are you talking to me okay cool. well
3: the icebreaker is when I'm like I'm a lash artist that includes sex positivity within my business and then and it's they're like, like wow boom. tell me about that yeah like what do you mean by that <laughs> mm-hmm. tell me more so that's why it's so important to have like something something about your business that just makes you like unique Stand as well. out. yeah 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 because if not it's just like okay you too
1: Okay, he do lashes, too. Okay, cool. Okay. They're not really into it. It's just lashes.
3: Oh, yeah. They're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, my cousin goes to some girl, and then you're just like... Yeah, you're like, okay, okay
2: well, it's not me. Okay. <laughs> she... I might do them better.
0: Just saying.
2: <laughs> no, here's it's
0: the, the... Look, it's the how much do you charge?
2: If you come to me. <laughs> it's the how much do you charge? And then when I say it starts at 200 insert cricket sound they're like, <laughs> like 200 yeah it's Shit. like my classic set is 200 they're like for classics and I'm mm-hmm. like yeah
1: that's how yeah. they do when they come in like into the store if they're walking by and they're just like oh what is this in here and I'm like with a client or somebody or if I'm not with the client they'll be like oh so what do you do I'm like oh two lash extensions oh the individuals how much are they and I'll be like they start at 120 what uh-uh. they do them at, like the nail salon for 35 and then that's where it's individuals no, and clusters no like it's not the same thing so how long do they i'm last? just like
3: 240 <laughs> i'm yeah. like oh it's 240
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah like, do you what?
3: price
2: yourself like where you have one full set price and one refill price for everything
3: i was doing classics at like 195 just because mm-hmm. it's like it's classics Yeah. but I mean, now i'm just like i don't want to do them shits so two forty, mm. everyone. If you really want my classics, you're gonna pay two forty for it.
2: Yeah, you're right um, though. You're absolutely right. Like for me, I just have two um break like two price points. So my classics are two hundred, and the refills are one hundred, and then my hybrid volume and mega volume are all two fifty for the full set, and then one fifty for refills. So I just have two, like yeah, stores. I do
3: one thirty yeah. and one fifty for um touch-ups and the only reason why it's that way it's because it's an hour and a half versus two hours because right. my megas or my colors take that long mm-hmm. um but I'm thinking about just changing it all to like 150 yeah. like straight out um but I'm thinking about moving to changing my color sets to an hourly rate um because they take forever mm-hmm. they do. And, yeah. and usually like a lot of work like it's usually minimum three to four hours so I just I'm at this point I'm like I just rather just charge by the hour if it's yeah. four if it's three whatever it is it's it is what it yeah. is
2: do you feel like you want to change everything by the hour or just color because it takes you longer than most things because you only always color. know like how long the color will take you but for the most part you can kind of gauge like classic hybrid volume
3: yeah. Like my other sets, it's usually two hours to three hours, megas or three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, just It just depends on the client and their lashes. But I think moving to a full hourly rate opens you up to clients having opinions of like how long they want it to take. Yes. yes. Oh, I just want an hour.
2: No. I don't do that. Yeah. So, um, One, I like the fact that a lot of lash artists are starting to have like a set price for full sets and a set price for refills, regardless of the style. Like, I love that, or even how I have it, where it's like you have only two price points basically, um, as opposed to like charging each different set a different price. Like, to me, that doesn't make sense. And also, you mentioned like just now, like hourly rates. And there is a very large Lash franchise that I won't name um, who is very, they're very popular like in Florida, at least. I think like, I know they have them in other states, but I just don't know what other ones they are in. But in my area, especially there are a few around here, like probably within like 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes even. And they Lash by time. So you can pick a, you can pick a 30 minute appointment slot. Like- it takes
0: me 15 minutes to prep.
2: It we literally takes 15 minutes to prep you. Like, what?
3: Yeah, I think we have those here too. And, and it's that's how like you know there's money. Yeah. That's and then how it's you like, know there's money and lashing. um yeah. Because I think the same, um mm-hmm. they just opened one up close by to the studio that I was working at. When we opened the storefront, they opened one close by so that's how you know there's money in it because they do so much research
2: yeah they do have a lot of money in there um but it's
3: just wild they suck some of the artists that come out of it not only
2: not only does like the whole client experience suck in my personal opinion just because I feel like I'm a full coverage kind of person. Like I understand that's another controversial topic in the industry. It's like, Oh, like some people like think that you have to do hundred percent coverage. And I always aim for hundred percent coverage of the natural Same. lashes that can handle a lash because obviously baby lashes don't count. You know what I mean? But some people are like, okay with 80% and I don't, me personally, I'm going to go for hundred percent coverage. That's I'm going to go
3: for hundred too. Yeah. So time.
2: at this company, um, you can't get a hundred percent coverage in 30 minutes or sometimes even even in an hour, like
0: you're
2: exactly. And then, so I have a friend who did work for this company at one point and she ended up leaving there and worked with another company. And i met her at the other company. She did my volume lashes, which she ended up getting volume training with this second company and her volume work was beautiful the previous company, the franchise I'm referring to, um, she learns classics. Pre-made. Yes. So she uses, it's um, the they one. use, yeah, we're talking about the same one. So she does, um, like she, they trained her in classics, but for volume, they used pre which I'm not against pre as long as you understand volume theory. Like I personally like making my fans handmade. That's just me. Um, but I feel like now the industry does have pre that are high quality that are, you know, you can use them and it's not a horrible thing. Um, but yes. So she would always tell me how the clients like wanted 30 minute fills and wanted like to be out of there really fast. And then when she transitioned from this company into like a regular lash studio where you sat for a two, three hour appointment, it was like so different for her, you know? And she spoke to yeah. about like the education just being really poor education but she did take a training and invest in herself and she learned more so that's good but yeah it's kind of crazy how that how that is like a company built like that franchises themselves and goes crazy all over the U.S. but they don't really do artistry in my opinion the right way
3: absolutely um, not um yeah, the
0: let one that's you know close by to me about
2: do you know the company I'm referring to Mm-mm. okay
1: probably because we don't have it here so I don't think they do. We have don't have, a have shit offer. here. <laughs> um, we
3: don't have
1: anything. It's so
3: funny. The one that's close by to me, basically two influencers opened it.
2: Wait, two influencers opened that franchise? Mm-hmm. No way.
3: So it's like vibey, but it's. I I think that you can't run a uh, a lash studio if you don't know lashes um
0: it's, it's just not gonna happen
2: <laughs> maybe maybe it won't like last forever it won't be a very like
3: no no like you can have you can own you can invest into a yeah, yeah. studio yeah but if you don't have like a main artist that is the person that's taking mm-hmm. care of the day-to-day mm-hmm. you have no idea like yeah I went on a date with this guy and I was telling him I'm like oh I, yeah I'm a lash artist like whatever He's like, oh, like, what kind of money is that in that? And I'm like, you know, depending on the artist, it ranges from, you know, high five figures to six figures. This depends on how much you want to work, how much in time you're investing, what you're charging. He's like, yeah, I should open one of those. I'm like, it's not that easy. <laughs> right? I'm like, the business is the artist. right? And if you don't have a good artist, Therefore, you don't have a good business. Yeah, and he's like, I mean, but you can hire someone. I'm like, no real lash artist is gonna work for someone else. No a real lash artist is gonna have you invest in their business.
0: Mm-hmm. They're not gonna have
3: you run their business. Hear like, you. it doesn't. work <laughs> that, that needs way. to go on a shirt. Send,
1: look, send the <laughs> motherfucking funds.
3: <laughs> What's yeah. that? Clicking, Steven? <laughs> and it's like, I was, I was literally sitting there. I was like, I hate. And I told him this to his face. I was like, I hate when men think that they can just do this. Insert like,
2: themselves in a space that they don't. Well, let me rephrase this. Insert themselves in a space when they are not invested into in, to learning about this space. Because mm-hmm, men are exactly. well, the like men are definitely welcome in the lash industry and in the lash space, but not just because you want the money. You need to actually like be in here for the yeah. right reasons, you
3: know? And I was just looking at him like, what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about and he's like yeah yeah I mean like I'm like it it is hard like I feel like the lash industry is going to end up moving into like um VC funding like venture capital Mm
0: -hmm, to run mm
3: -hmm, like bigger mm -hmm. like bigger companies and things like that and that's what I'm saying about diversity I was like because I see it going that way yeah it's gonna end up being like tech startups yes I agree you know people are going to bring the industry here like uh like live bay they're going to start bringing manufacturing and industry here and people are going to get investors to have salons and house lash artists yeah like that's just what's going to happen um as the industry gets bigger and bigger the only thing is that we can't allow it to devalue itself yes like, and <laughs> i think that's the way that we're going with it I think that we do need a there there will eventually be a cap on prices there's only so much that you can charge for it and I feel like certain artists are getting to that point where they're realizing like I'm at the cap of what I can charge in my area Mm -hmm. but that's where innovation comes into the industry like what are you changing to continue to one keep it interesting for yourself and keep it interesting for other people yeah like for me for my clients when I've noticed that I keep doing the same thing over and over I sit back I look at their photos and I'm like what can I change yeah what can I do differently to them that is going to spark the interest like it could just be changing the curl like I've changed a couple of my clients to m curls and they're just like Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) I love m curl I think it's so beautiful and I definitely want to like it's underrated it is it is very underrated it's so that's underrated. one of the reasons I want to take a styling class is because I feel like my whole career I've always worked with different variations of c curl and d curl mm-hmm. and it's like I have worked with l curl here and there but I feel like l curl can be very harsh so well, l curl, curl is
3: another beast and it should be used in very short lengths yes not
2: and on certain eye shape. shapes and face shapes and things like that because it's just not for everybody but I definitely think like M curl and even U curl is beautiful. I love it. Um, I, I haven't used
3: U
0: curl
2: yet. I believe I want to say Untamed
3: Artistry might carry U curl. I'm not. Um, I don't know about them, but I know that Lashbox does, and so does Lash Anarchist okay maybe that's where I saw
2: it maybe it was slash anarchist then but um yeah that's why I want to take a styling course because I feel like I would like to incorporate you know just different types of mapping and different I mean which I do but like I want it to get more intense like I want it to be on another level you know Mm -hmm. and same with my curls like I would love to start incorporating m curl I just feel
3: like all of the I use m curl for spiky sets
0: the spike mm, set. Yeah, I use
3: M curl yes. because at the top layer because it goes out and straight up mm-hmm. like so it's more noticeable like that spike is so you don't have to go self. crazy long. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go length. up two like to clients, three millimeters
2: in length for for you because to see can yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: You can go like a millimeter longer but it automatically is going to be longer because, right. because just by by the, angle of the curl straight up exactly but um, with m curl the thing i do have to say you do have to be careful when you're you're getting them from different companies like hmm. lash anarchist m curl and lash boxes m curl are two different curls yeah
0: mm-hmm.
3: um i feel like lash anarchist has a little bit of a curl to it at the end it's not straight mm-hmm. versus lash boxes is like a straight
2: yep yeah, yeah yeah that's They're something gorgeous you They're will definitely different. notice like for the lash artists listening that are like newer artists or who haven't like experienced and just gone out and like looked into different curls and different like lash types or like bought from multiple brands like some people like find a brand they stick stick with it and that's the only one they use like you will definitely see amongst lash types and curls and also like tweezers, you're never going to buy one tweezer oh, and different. buy it again and it be the same. Like, it's just like, that's something in the beginning of my lash career that I was like, is it me? Like, I thought it was me. Like, I thought there was something wrong with me. I'm like, I lost my technique. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, the tweezer is, is there's no one tweezer made the same. Like, it's just doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: do you guys know what Temptalia is? Yeah. Mm-mm. For makeup? Mm -hmm. I can't wait until someone makes that for lash artistry literally that would be insane (laughs) so if I had the patient I would do it but I don't
2: (laughs) wait so tell her tell her about what is it because I don't know what that is
3: so Temtalia is basically someone created a like yellow book pages type of page Mm -hmm. where you can get all the information on all makeup like it's uh, it's like a a huge excel sheet just Mm -hmm. full of foundations and it compares them Mm -hmm. so you can say um I have Maybelline fit me in 120 and it'll tell you what you would be in Dior flash Mm -hmm. and so it's like a big catalog of just like makeup and like explaining Mm -hmm. to you what it is swatches of it it's it's crazy it's like basically like a huge like just information on all makeup. yeah i that's think close. the
2: This thing that we had to that at one point and lynn already knows where i'm going with I this know. lash 411. 411 do you remember lash 411 mm-hmm. i feel like that's the closest we got to that like yeah her page happened to
3: lash 411
2: so Sandra announced on her seventh year of lashing that like it just wasn't for her anymore and that she wanted to like close her shop and just start way. a new like, you know, business venture. So now I believe she designed shoes and clothing um, and she still pops in the industry here and there. And I feel like her name will always be spoken because she's helped a lot of people, including myself. So I think that was like the closest we got to it. But I haven't, after like she did Lash 411, I haven't seen anybody do what she did for the industry in terms of like education on Instagram or just even like a, hey, if you like this from this brand, you might like this from this brand. You know, like I don't see that very often.
3: Um, but I also think that a lot of the lash artists from her time are going to start retiring. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. They're definitely around that. I think that once you hit the five-year 20. mark of lash artistry, you either sink deeper into it or you get out yeah and like for me I'm at that space it's as as crazy as it is I'm at that space where I'm just like do I want to continue because I don't want to teach um everyone's like you would be such an amazing educator and I feel like, like you
2: would be for real because you actually care it's like if you because the thing is I feel like maybe you feel like this because you know that if you did it like you'd be so like anal and specific and like <laughs> it has to be this way because like I feel like your education was so good that obviously you're going to provide nothing less than that. Yeah. You know, to your students. So, I mean, as it should be, like, you should always aim to like give your students better than you have, you know, but not teaching isn't for everybody though. Not everybody is teaching. It's like Like, for me,
3: it's not, it's not a thing that would be like, Oh, I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to teach like 10 students. And it, it, as unfortunate as it is, like, it's not that, that drive for me, but for me, I think that just advocating for a change for what is to come out of this industry is more than enough, but also pursuing, like, I I do want to get a degree in sexology, and I do want to do these things where, at the end of the day, the platform that I build is still going to work for that, but it's like you get to a point in lashing, it's you're like, I don't want to show up to work and make money in this way. Well, Linda, and that's that's why I feel like I'm
1: there. Like, well, not that yeah. I'm there right now, but I see myself there within the next three years. I in my clients that are probably going to listen to this are probably going to have a heart attack because they already know they yell at me every time. Like, you're not leaving. They us. do. They all do. <laughs> oh, yes, I am. Like, I swear, I have a VIP membership that the girls, you know, they get charged monthly and they have whatever, one fill a month, two fill, whatever it is that they're signed up for. I'm thinking I'm gearing more towards just servicing my VIP clients and the ones that are not VIP clients. I guess like my consistent ones that are not in the membership somehow make that membership a little bit different. So I only service them and not like everybody else that I'm taking in because I really, really, really I love my retail. I love my products. I'm like super attention, like to detail. Everything about selling products, I feel like that's more I love lashing. Don't get me wrong. Like I love doing lashes. I love, I can do it all day, every day, but I get the happiest when I'm selling stuff. When I'm taking pictures of my products, when I'm testing the products out, when I'm getting new products, and like I have a whole bunch. I literally made a list on my whiteboard, like things that I want to do, the first quarter. The whole month of April, I have I had five things written on there between April and June, and the whole month of April, everything's coming in that was supposed to be done between April and June. And that's how I know. Like, yeah, I do love lashing, but at the same time, it's like I want to get to the point where my storage becomes just the lash store, and yeah. I can service my clients maybe you know at my warehouse because it is like a, a dual an office and a warehouse I can take them there but I don't know I don't see myself lashing forever like I know Anais loves teaching I don't want to teach I mean I like teaching Uh, but it's not like I'm passionate about teaching like I can every day wake up and teach I like packing orders I like taking pictures like I said I like promoting mm -hmm. my products and stuff like that and I do realize now that my page I told Anais the other day I'm like this shit is crazy like I get so much interaction when it comes to like a reel or something that has to do with my product but then if I post a picture of my lashes I'm like yeah. I don't like
2: my sets like worse it's see the my first <laughs> so mm. I was like saying that to her too because we were literally just having this conversation like mm-hmm. I had left a house call that made me very stressed the fuck out which we can talk about another time but um I was telling her like for me I love doing lashes like I I love it so much So for what I kind of feel like doing is almost the same as Lynn in a sense where my VIP clients, like my house calls, like I have four girls. They are like strictly house calls every two weeks. They have me book out like the next two months of appointments for them. Like they're just, they know that's what they want. So like those girls, my OGs, I have one client shout out to her that has been with me since I started. Like she was one of like, she's from the beginning, beginning and Mm -hmm. she has never gone anywhere else. Like, She's somebody I will always lash, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'll keep those girls to lash because I feel like if you're going to train, you need to continue to lash, whether it be models or you have like a very small Mm client clientele, exactly. And still go to trainings as well too. As an educator, you should still train. Um, But that's where I want to kind of like steer my business is training and products And then I have my OGs that I have that I lash, maybe like five or six girls. And then everybody else will go to who I hire, you know, because at some point I will hire. But again, maybe like two to three artists, nothing crazy. I'm not trying to have like a huge studio. Even three (laughs) sounds like a lot, to be honest. Maybe just two is good for me. Um, But yeah, like the same thing. I don't want to be behind the chair forever. Like I'll be behind the chair for the few girls just to keep my technique up to par and whatnot so that when I do train like I'm not feeding bullshit and Murder. you know it's yeah. really what it
3: is yeah for me like my goal is to have like a sex shop like I want passive I'm coming income. to your sex shop that's a good.
1: woman-owned sex shop period yeah
3: like um, that's what I want to put out there like that's where I want to go I wish with you it. could have read
2: what just happened in my brain right now <laughs> okay wait let me let me let me tell you what i i need to paint the picture so we Uh were talking in the beginning of the episode about how sex stores are like really ugly and like you know they're just not like meant for women Mm -hmm. so you said that and i was like pussy palace and it was like (laughs) it was like pink and colorful and like pretty and like had flowers
3: (laughs) i was telling my client so i have a client who is so amazing she's actually a dominatrix and oh
2: my god I
3: love like the fact that I have a client in in this space and I was like wow.
0: that's oh so my cool. god yeah um, we were
3: talking about it I was like I would love a store that's like for women like it looks pretty um have you guys ever been to like a high-end lingerie store yes um, i love them i love or them. something yes well you walk in and it's like super sexy and like they give mm-hmm. you champagne Dark.
2: and you're like you're oh, like
3: you're like oh, i feel like a bad God. bitch you feel like that yes. bitch <laughs> you're yes. like i'm gonna spend a lot of money on one pair of underwear because that's all i can afford but it's gonna be a okay. vibe it's yes.
2: very much like you know okay have you guys seen that movie is it 365 like the movie where like
3: the guy do you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about Okay. It Mm -hmm. gave me very much that vibe, that energy. (laughs) So it's like, I was telling her about it and she's like, yeah, you got to do it like a Victoria's secret. Yeah. Why does Victoria's secret feel comforting? Mm -hmm. And she's like, you feel comfortable in there. It's because it's like pink
0: and Mm -hmm. like
3: shiny black. And she's like, it's very girly. She's -hmm. like, that's what it has to be. And I'm like, yes, I see love it, it. Here and it's it. like I love lashing I love it. it it's it's one of the first things where I actually felt creative because I'm not a creative person like I was a political science major in college like I'm as fucking boring as they come when it comes to certain things but with lashing I learned a very creative side of myself an expressive side Mm-hmm. So I love lashing, but it's, I don't want to have to wake up every single morning and deal with appointments day in and day out. Like, I think lashing a day or two a week is like my yes. dream Yes,
2: yes. where
3: Same. I come in and I get to take the clients that I want to take. I get to be like, take creative like models and do all that stuff. Like, that's what I would want to do and still stay in the industry but also build something completely different that I don't think the industry would have ever thought that they would have someone that wants to open a sex shop next to a lash studio.
2: Okay. It's almost like, I mean, obviously this is two completely different businesses, but like Lydia from Lashbox, she just opened up Buffalo Balloon School and now she is literally doing balloon arrangements for companies. Granted, yes, she still owns Lashbox and she's still involved, but she's built her company up to where like, you know Tress and some of the other ladies that are there kind of like handle the day in and day out and she focuses on that business so it's like that Lydia like Lydia
1: owns Lashbox no Lydia's the first of Lashbox well the yeah other the one. I, her name. Yeah. I the, met Sophia her when, um, something with the S.
3: yeah when yeah, I, I, I met her when she came mm-hmm. and it's funny because when we came to her training when we when she came and did the training with us uh we actually decorated the studio and we had hella balloons everywhere yeah like balloon arches and like it said lash box it was just like it's like unicorns like shit in the studio yeah um and it's so funny like to think she was like oh my god people don't do this for us and I'm like yeah yeah I remember when
1: Lydia first started like doing the whole balloon things when they were doing the trainings and they had like the backdrop with the balloons that was Lydia making them and then I started one of my um really good friends I think her sister is friends with Lydia's cousin or her sister. I don't know, but they knew each other before I took um, the class and I took the class in Florida. That's when I first that was my first volume class was with um, Lashbox. And I noticed that she was doing like these balloon arrangements and then she would post like Buffalo parties and, you know, the games, the pregame, the stuff that people didn't have, know and, you know, this. have all the balloons. Yeah. And I'm like, is she making That's these so balloons awesome. herself? And then my friend told me she's like, yeah she does the balloons too and then she started the buffalo um uh, balloon company
3: now she actually and has like this? a freaking truck
1: it's, after, like, after it's a the, truck
3: that's it's fire So cool too was this after like the pandemic yeah mm-hmm. she just
1: started the the balloon company recently but she like really recently she got like this blue truck that the sides are all glass so
0: that's it's like awesome. a mobile
1: truck girl she'll go yeah. to like the football games, the Buffalo football like games. a photo game. booth, yeah.
0: Basically, it's heated
1: inside. She has like the ring lights and the balloon drop. It's fire. You yeah, have to. It's, a, to it's it. a
2: mobile photo booth where yeah. she can really drive around, park it, and then people can come in and. You take can rent case.
1: it for like birthday yeah. parties and shit, and that that, is like it'll be your awesome.
3: thing. Awesome. It's yeah, super smart. So smart. For her. So smart. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's. I, awesome. I just feel like this is the thing. I feel like lash artistry for a lot of women has opened up the ability to understand business more,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: um, in a way that's not scary or intimidating. So I feel like a lot more lash artists are going to fall into other industries Mm -hmm. and just create businesses in it. Um, because they already got their first taste. I think that if you can deal with a business that deals with clients and deals with money by yourself, I think everything else seems so much less intimidating yeah. than, than, than like, dealing why not with people. Yeah, yeah, like because sure. now you're not dealing with people, you're dealing with product. Mm-hmm. And you already understand how to market something so hard as like someone's looks. Like, because mm-hmm. that's what we're marketing. We're lurking. Yeah. We're like, hey, if you get my lashes, you're going to be a badass bitch. That's mm-hmm. harder to market than saying like, hey, I have this vibrator. Like, <laughs> you're gonna feel
1: like a badass bitch after
3: (laughs) and literally anybody can use
2: them like granted anybody can get Mm -hmm. lashes but we have more of like a niche when it comes to our clientele like it's likely going to be a Mm -hmm. female it's likely Mm -hmm. going to be someone who's younger it's like you know what i mean like anybody is going to use a sex toy male or female doesn't matter Mm -hmm. for sure i would hope so
3: Um, yeah i can't tell you how many times my clients will be like but i use my fingers and I'm like, okay, that's boring. But <laughs> that's a lot of work. <laughs> it, it works, but there's a better way of doing it. It's just yeah. like you could just curl your lashes with the eyelash curler, or you can get extensions. Yeah, both do a similar both do job, something, but one yeah. but but one is better. Yeah. Or they tell me like, oh, but you know, I'm scared that my my body's going to get used to it and I'll never be able to go back. And I'm like,
2: Child,
1: this "Please, doesn't
3: work that way. Right. It does. Whoever you're
2: messing with is not doing. And
1: then sometimes like women will be like, well, I'm afraid to bring a toy into the bedroom because what if he thinks like what type of shit is she on? Honey, if he don't. Let like me tell it, you something. You got
3: a toy, baby. Let me tell way. you something. <laughs> I don't got a man. That's just real honest. I don't got a man. But I can't say that in the last two years, Every single dude's been down with it, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I'm lucky. It just means that when you put that out there and you're yeah. like, this is what I like.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Are you down? Right. Or you just carry yourself. I don't even have to have these conversations with these guys. I just yeah. walk into the room and it's like, This is it. Take mm-hmm. it or leave it. <laughs> you I like it? I don't like dome. it, baby. The dome. It's like I literally got <laughs> this in my bag. What's up? Yeah.
1: I've but, also yeah. found
3: that if you bring in things that don't look like dicks, they're cool. That's what they're easier. scared of.
1: They don't want to touch a dodo. They see a dodo and they'll be like, What the fuck? I'm it not just emo- like what? mentally.
3: <laughs> yeah. I've, from what I've noticed, um, a lot, I don't like toys that look like penises. I, mm-hmm. I just don't. It's, yeah, I have I think a it's kid. I have a kid so I don't do need him for me. going through something and being like and finding a dick <laughs> so for me I don't have really things that look like penises yeah um and I found that by them not looking like penises it's easier to introduce them to people
0: because mm-hmm.
3: it's makes like
2: sense.
3: I agree I like this because it does x y and z are mm-hmm. you down to experience this with me right and half the time, if they see and it's like, like a carry dame product, so they'll have like it's called Kip. It looks like a little lipstick.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: it's like, it's with this. They're like, oh, cool. It looks like that. But if you come out with like, some men, some men don't care. Some men are not intimidated about things. But a good portion of them will like if you come out with like a vibrating like eight inch dildo. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, what the fuck, like girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, do you, I, they what are you to asking this
3: to do now. yeah it just triggers this like
0: mm-hmm.
3: feeling in them
1: that then it also triggers insecurity too. because what if the dildos them? Mm-hmm. then they're like oh yeah i you can't do it, it.
3: <laughs> but let me tell you if somebody there, to are, say there are some <laughs> i have met a couple men that are not insecure when it comes to their size and mm-hmm. they'll they'll throw down yeah, Like, they understand that pleasure is more important than those vibes, those mm-hmm. insecurities. Yeah, yeah always. Yeah. So shop what's the, always?
1: the most selling toy that you have in your store, like, in your shop?
3: Um, It has to be Kip. That is the, the one that looks one? like a... Yeah. One, it's an easy beginner's toy.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And it doesn't look like anything. Um, I find that a lot of women really, like, bullet-type vibrators.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: this is, like the next step of like your standard like little bullet.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Um it has like different patterns and different wait, do um, you smell vibrating underwear? I do not. I want to
1: try get... that shit. Like, I want to okay, go on a
3: big <laughs> I want to so like, do you much, play? but I, I want to play like
0: games.
2: It's so, kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna work because they're loud,
3: they are not oh, quiet.
2: Mm,
1: that's so the so
3: watching these videos that people post on Instagram, mm, I'm like, you're lying. Not realistic. Because so I have um one of like the eggs um that it goes in you. Usually you see them on like cam girls you know mm-hmm. so I was like oh my god let's be saucy with this bitch I was sitting in the car and on the app I turned it on <laughs> and I could hear it and I was
2: like from inside that's fucking I hilarious was,
3: like I was sitting in the car and I was like here like take my phone like because we're on the way to his house trying to be all saucy and I could hear I could He's hear like, it and I was like not. <laughs> I was, Take it like, out. Um, I was like, this is embarrassing. Uh, like, yeah, Imagine you're was like like, out, out at me.
2: dinner and you didn't try it in the car first and it's like...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine sitting in a booth. <laughs> sitting in a
0: booth. No, or like just at like the movie theater. A metal chair. you
2: did that at the movie it's all quiet and then you just hear it and you're like, what are you getting into over there? <laughs> oh my God. Imagine and don't let it like, be on a high setting.
3: Thank it's God so, you tried you know, it in the, the car and thank God you told me. <laughs> Do you know the what? like the booths at like Cheesecake Factory where yeah. like it's like uh one side's booth and the other side's chairs? Yeah. Can you imagine oh me my sitting, sitting, sitting on a, booth. a whole another family? <laughs> no, but how about the whole
2: booth is kids? shaking at that point? How about those little kids that like it'll be like a booth and they stand up to look over into your booth and yeah like,
1: what's that sound? You're like right fucking <laughs> <grabbing> onto the <laughs> table. Get your
2: fucking child.
1: <laughs> sliding under the damn table <laughs> i
2: think your phone's ringing <laughs> like no thanks i got it,
3: thanks. You got it. That, I would, oh, oh my god. god so like for me every time i see those i'm like that's such bullshit and it's because and it's not even like price point wise it's just mm-hmm. like i like i have high quality i've i've spent bread on fucking toys so my toys aren't cheap and if they're mm-hmm. doing that i'm like i'd be pissed i Piss. couldn't I couldn't. It was so like I was like, "Oh my god! Thank God I'm in your car and not someone
0: else trying to be <laughs> not fucking out in bold. public."
1: <laughs> but wait, I went like, on your website yesterday, and she has like the very first one is a fucking necklace. Oh, yes, damn vibrator. On I haven't necklace. ever. It's like on. a little like a bullet. Well, it doesn't look like an actual big ass bullet. It's like really thin.
0: It, it is looks so like a, a chain, a
1: regular little yeah.
3: chain. It's my favorite. It was actually the first toy I ever bought. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I love Playboy, like mm-hmm. Playboy magazine. The way where they are going clearly for now. for the listeners.
1: I cannot see us right now. She has a Playboy bunny jumpsuit on right now. This Sheer, cool as sexy
3: as hell, y'all. Oh, <laughs> the thing is, I I love that. And... Order
2: this right now, Lila. She's
3: on the site. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: I this want is a it.
0: necklace. <laughs> Yo, I'm
2: gonna buy it, and I'm not gonna tell my man what it is. Okay, That's I the I can... best.
3: People I'm gonna don't wear it understand. out on a
2: date one day and then be like by the way
3: people don't understand this that, that sexuality for yourself like your pleasure like holding that as kind of like a thing for yourself mm-hmm. and then expressing it outwards is mm-hmm. such a confidence builder like I can't tell you like knowing that I can explain to someone like I like this and oh look like especially with the necklace like mm-hmm. you just take it off and you're like that's so fucking turn crazy. it on <laughs> or you just use it on yourself in front of yeah. someone like there's nothing more empowering than that than mm-hmm. being like let me put this show on for you yeah if it's and you like it
2: ever and like that's for real, real i'm gonna yeah. order it. i swear i'm ordering it right now
3: and it, that was actually my first toy that i bought um mm-hmm. right when the pandemic happened um playboy has this um series it's called the playboy advisor so they have different sex educators that mm-hmm. focus on different things um, as their educator of the moment. And at the time it was uh, Shambudrum and she did top five toys and most of them like look intimidating and I was just like, okay. Mm. And then she was like, this is a necklace like, and it's so powerful and I just bought it. It's not an unreasonable price either for a toy. Mm-hmm. And I like fell in love with it. And I was like, I need more. So <laughs> then I started buying different things and I started realizing what I enjoyed and what I didn't like and that's how I learned to be able to communicate to my partners like no this is what I like I like Mm -hmm. this in this way or let's use this and do this at the same time right um and just really went into that space and then I always say like masturbating made me a better business owner Mm -hmm. because I became comfortable I learned how to express what I wanted, what my boundaries were, you know, what I wasn't willing to accept from a a partner. Mm -hmm. So therefore now with my clients, I'm like confident and say, okay, this is what I'm charging. This is how I'm running my business. These are my boundaries. I'm not willing to go past this time. I'm not willing to work this day. Mm -hmm. And this is what I need from you. Right. And I think it really correlates. Like we want confident business builder, like business owners, but we don't explain to them that that confidence comes from themselves, wherever it is. It could be just staring at yourself, make it in the mirror mm-hmm. every single morning. Or it could just be sitting there and reading a book that you want to read. Sleeping in
1: lingerie, why not?
3: Yeah, it, 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 and even if you're not comfortable with that, because I know so many women aren't, mm-hmm. but even being willing to say like, I have really cute ankles today. Like mm-hmm. my ankles look really cute today. Yeah. Just saying something beautiful to yourself, doesn't matter how deep it is, mm-hmm. will take you into that space of becoming confident.
1: Yeah, for sure. Love I it. love it. Well, oh, we just said well, the same I'm, thing. I'm currently entering <laughs> my
2: card info on your website.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's buying a vibrator.
2: You buy I was it. like, <laughs> send link. <laughs> I want yeah. it. it right now. <laughs>
3: it's it right so funny i had someone buy it and she was like she's like do you think that i'll be able to use this while i'm at work and like send stuff to my man and i'm like i'm, not
0: go yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: like yellow
1: fuck it do it all right
0: well long ass i ass think that
2: the fire had a juicy ass episode i hope y'all loved it because i had fun we talked yeah, about great. like literally lash talk girl talk and a whole lot of bullshit a whole
3: lot of bullshit did yeah. you have fun karen i did <laughs> it's so funny my clients are always like start a fucking podcast and i'm oh, like no. oh, it's so <laughs> hard no it's not <laughs> it's not but i just like hmm, let's see who will invite me on
1: <laughs> us is this the first podcast that
3: you've been on um, so I actually interviewed with, um, I don't know if you guys know Vod Lashes. Um, she's in did. like, she's in Oklahoma. She actually drops really fire again, someone that should be bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but she drops fire content. She interviewed me, but she hasn't been able to put out her podcast. She's mm-hmm. just going through stuff and I appreciate her being honest about it. Yeah. So this is the first one that's going to air. Yay! on it exciting
0: so, well thank you yeah. for
3: making us the first one tell
2: yeah, the people where I'm they excited. can find you what yeah instagram? give them all your info tell them your website your everything. instagram they need to know so
3: <laughs> my instagram is current.co and then my website is the currentco.com and on there you can find information on myself and also my toy shop is also on there Um, But if you ever have questions, just DM me. I'm like down to talk all the shit. And I love it. Like I have so (laughs) many artists that will message me and be like, so me and my man are trying to do. And I'm like, I got you. (laughs) Get this one and this
1: one. (laughs) I love it. So So we'll have our information in the um, the, the, the description of this podcast, too. So guys can just find her down there
3: yeah i love it thank you so much for having me joining
1: us it was being open
3: to the shit that i talk
2: oh we talk i was very happy to have you on okay i was like yes we need her we need and karen is our first
1: interview
3: yeah you're oh our first interview, interview by the way you guys are a bomb it didn't feel <laughs> like i was the first um, one.
2: Oh really don't
1: tell no me that
3: play. okay
2: that's what happens when the conversation and you want to just close you know what i mean yeah that's I that way. Like, how do you say Anis? that's that good
1: bitch energy right okay i yeah, always say energy. like
2: if you can keep a plant alive you have good bitch energy because if yes. like no plants your energy probably sucks as we I have on our background of this podcast right now <laughs>
3: Yeah, the plants that are behind me, my mom cares for them. Like people are always like, "Wow, you're beautiful." I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't even know what these are. (laughs) Like, I
1: have my plants because of this one. She's like, "Well, you need pets, you need plants." I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get one."
2: And now I'm a plant mom. Yeah, now she's a plant mom. Yes, but yeah, I hope you guys loved the episode. Um, as you guys know. I'm Anais. You guys can find me at LashLoungeMIA.com or at LashLoungeMIA on Instagram. The MIA stands for Miami, not Mia. My name is Anais. <laughs> Everybody thinks my name is Mia, and I'm like, oh my God, so much. Lash
1: Lounge Mia. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> and I am Lynn. I am at LR Lash Parlor. Website is Lash Royalty. No, it's LR Lash Parlor, but the business name is Lash Royalty. I had to, you know, cut it down a little bit. So lrlashparlor.com. Instagram is underscore lrlashparlor underscore. And we will see you guys later. Yeah, so bye. bye. Hey, thanks. thanks for listening, guys. Bye. bye. <laughs>